You're listening to Skin Tings with me, Skin. It's uh, my podcast here, Skin Tings. Um, I'm going to be joined each week by a guest to just chat about all things music and anything else that's going on in the world. In the past few episodes, I've been chatting to some of my favourite emerging artists, um, artists like Mena, Dublond and Zilanada. And this episode, I'm joined by one of the hottest acts coming out of the UK. Nova Twins are comprised by two young, really interesting artists, Amy Love and Georgia Self, aka Nova Twins. They're not actually twins, they're just... That's just a great name. Um, and uh, they toured with, uh, we did a couple of dates with us at because we absolutely love them. Um, they have an amazing sense of style. They make their own clothes. They're com- uh, very much a DIY band. Um, so in this podcast, we get to talk about that. We get to talk about what they stand for. We get to talk about what inspires them. Here they are. Let's check them out. It's the Nova Twins. I've got loads of lovely questions for you. I'm very excited to see how things have just been going really well for you and everything like that. So loads of love there. But um, I was going to ask you, what is one of the best things that you've achieved out of COVID? Because I know there's just a heap of negativity. But I do feel in some ways we're beginning to see it's, it's almost changing the face of music. So for you, what were, your, what were some of your silver linings? What are some of the good things that happened? I think when we first obviously hit COVID and everything was, a little bit dead. Yeah. Um, it was really nice that we won the uh, Heavy Music yeah. Award for just Best Newcomer because at the time we weren't gigging. We were making music in our bedrooms, but it just gave us like a lease of life. Even just watching the awards and seeing like how they put it together. And, and being like dressed up at home. Yeah, <laughs> it was just something to look forward to. And it, it made us think, okay, well, look, you know, it's just going to be a bit different for now. And, you know, things are happening online and then we kind of interacted with our audience a lot more and played games with them. And I think it was just a new way of thinking in terms of music, in terms of creativity, um, uh, in terms of um, awareness as well, of just like more bands and especially more diverse bands and things like that, especially after BLM. So there's a lot of, out of the negativity, there was also positivity that came with it. And um, yeah, we were grateful that we... We managed. We managed to come through the other end. Yeah, because some bands couldn't. Yeah, no, I, a lot of bands um, just didn't really survive, and a lot of bands kind of it's tried sad. to survive afterwards. And then it did kind of happen. But for me, it almost felt like you do hit a reset button, and it also felt to me like the that the world suddenly went, "Wow, look at all this weight of the, the that bands like us have been like having to deal with," and then suddenly the camera got the lights got turned yeah. on us a bit, and so in yeah. some ways I feel like the over between kind of have finally got that light shining and people are like, yeah, look at this band. It's two black girls, you know, doing amazing mm. music, looking good. Why are we talking about them? Like, it felt like there was mm. a bit of a reset with the Nova Twins, right? Yeah. It was definitely great to be seen and um, actually our thoughts to be validated and speak to people who had like the same kind of journey as us from a- across the pond or wherever. Mm. So it was really lovely to like touch base with people and actually connect as well mm. online through the whole movement and um, yeah, just shared music. Excellent. To confirm that we weren't going crazy as well. Because people try and make you feel like you're going mad, like the problems with us. And we're like, no, 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 this, this ain't our problem. This is, <laughs> oh my God, yeah, that's so, so true. Like in the early days, people used to say to me like, well, how do you deal with racism and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I ain't dealing with nothing because I'm fine. 
And I'm not, yeah. I'm determined for people not to make me feel like it's my problem, it's my issues, and I have to change when it's actually mm-hmm. they who have to change. We're just trying yeah, to live our lives, you know? Um, yeah. But tell me, I want to, I have this dream, right? <laughs> that you guys met in the back of a weak little vintage store somewhere. And we're like trying on clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like trying on clothes at the same time. And suddenly bought the same outfit and just was like, hey, what's your name? Hey, what's your name? <laughs> that's cute. That could be like a TV show that's like, what is it, Sister Tim? Never do how we met, how we met each other. How did you guys come together? We actually met through my brother. I only went to college with him. Um, and he was in a band of him actually to start with in college. And then you just became part of the family very quickly and she was like the sister I never had. Yeah, he brought me back and then they couldn't get rid of me. Like the mum, dad. We all <laughs> fell in love with her when I were keeping her for a Family while. holidays in our kind of teen uh, years, I guess, yeah. like late teens and then so, early teens for you. And then, well, yeah. So basically you got, you got adopted by the fam. Yeah, yeah. Like we just, I mean, George's parents are really musical and brother. So the whole family is really musical. Uh, um, Will, George's dad, is like a jazz musician. Her mom is like vocalist. Uh, she also teaches as well music. And um, we also just jam all the time. Just jam. Like, put on shows and like in right. like Newton, there's like so much music around. Yeah. There is, yeah. like, And they were so supportive, especially when we were growing up and stuff in terms of like just helping us like understand, get to gigs safely and things. You know, Georgia, I remember when we first started, you were underage going to pubs, sneaking in and stuff, but they were all for it. Just like, they were like, go, go and do it. <laughs> I don't want a bit more lipstick, you look old. A bit more lipstick, yeah. Right under the bar, yeah. <laughs> to do the show. Yeah, literally, it was like that. And um, oh we God. had the best time, yeah. It's interesting because, you know, it, I'm, I'm, I live in New York and there's such a puritanical attitude to all of that. You literally cannot step in a bar anywhere near a bar until you're 21 years old mm. and it's so weird because you know and in some ways I feel like it creates more problem because it's just hidden little naughty thing but in England it's like yeah. you know we're getting a little tipple at nine years old at Christmas a bit of cherry wine you know my mum used to give me a little, a little shot of cherry wine at Christmas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little Baileys you know and I used to go like yeah. you know I mean and then you know have this <laughs> desire because yeah I did that yeah. when I was nine you know um, yeah, my aunt used to do that with like WKD. You'd be like having a barbecue and be like, just try some smart advice, WKD. We'd be like, nice. Because then you don't feel like you got to be like, you know, sneaking. Yeah. yeah, it takes the naughtiness out of it because it's no big deal. And I think here it mm. is just because it's so, they're so pure technical about it. Then people just think, oh my God, alcohol. And I'm like, you know, yeah, you guys drink too much. You guys drink too much because you think it's something special. But um, yeah. anyway, but uh, I was going to say, but straight away, to, to, you know, when I first with Cass, it was um, actually that Cass, when I saw you, bass player for Kagamensi, and he came yeah, by the next yeah. day and he said, oh, I saw this band last night, they were wicked, that we should get them to support. And uh, he showed me some footage that he took. And straight away, the thing that hit me, which I think a lot of new bands don't really understand, is, yeah, you, you've got to have the life thing down, but you've got to have the look. You know, you've got to have your own sense of style. And that fears, for me, I can feel that it goes not just from the, the way you dress, but the videos and everything. Uh, but how did you, what, did you just get to that point naturally or something that you, you worked on for a while? Or, you know, was it just, you just had it and that was that? I think we both, like, we both love fashion, like, from 
very early on, like we'd always experiment with customizing clothes and we both like love art. So we'd always like draw. So we've always been like really creative in like other areas other than music. So it was definitely like a natural progression of like, oh, let's, you know, just make a top today. And then it was like, let's make some trousers or let's experiment painting this whole flat for our video. Cause yeah. why not? We'll just take on projects and just think, let's just go at it. And we both luckily can paint and draw and sew. Yeah. So, it's like, so it works out well. Really well. <laughs> we can both share the load. Yeah. And then that goes, um, and I think that is even more important for, you know, macro when they get into music, that you have to control everything. You have to run everything. Yeah. Or it's very, very yeah. easy for you to get pushed into different directions. So I see that mm. you do the music, you do the videos, you do the image, you make your own clothes. And as a result, I think that's for me, one, that's why you're one of the shining lights coming out of Britain right now, because it's just so well put together. How how important was how important is that for you? Well, thank you. And um, I think for for us, I don't I don't think we realised how important it would be. I think we started off really naive, thinking we're a band and we can just be on the rock scene and everyone's going to be fine over it. And then yeah. obviously the audience were really amazing, and that's what got us through all these years. But um, the industry were a little bit more you know, skeptical and like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be this genre. No, it's not working. We've got a lot of weird uh, comments yeah. as such. And um, yeah, just people being like, I didn't realize you're going to be that heavy or, you know, uh, maybe if you put more hip hop, it's more hip hop and, you know, just weird comments. Anyway, we didn't listen to any of that. And I think we just done it because for one, clothes are really expensive. So we just we had to make our stage clothes. Two, you know, videos are expensive, so we customised our um, it, 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 design. So it's just sort of something we had to do, and then we really loved doing it. And then now it comes to the point where people are like, you know, you don't really have the time. We're like, we still have to make the outfits, and we're still staying up nights night before our video shoot making the outfits because if you don't do it, then it won't get done to how we like it. <laughs> so we're just like a bit like like you know. I I think it, that that to me is like I love I love loving that you're saying that because that is the flavor of the band and that's the mm. thing that makes you just stick out the, and always do that because that's the thing that makes you jump out from everybody else wearing all the designer outfits and things that you can get anywhere and all the labels and the tags you can have your own fashion line in the future you know but it's it's that's the lovely flavor that your music has and for me one of the things I think that people touch upon with your band is the authenticity because. Um, you have so much direction and so much flavor in there and it's so you, it's uncopyable, you know? Because no one's gonna cut the, thing, the, the, the things that and the clones and do the things that you're gonna do with them. How many times do you think the competitors got gonna see? Oh my God. It must uh, be really know. annoying, right? <laughs> yeah, well, people would just be like, these are my skin. <laughs> and they always say it. And we've like, yeah, we obviously, we love, we love, we love Skunk and Nancy, but it's annoying. we fit under the same umbrella, but we know why people are comparing it, you know. Literally because we're all black. We're all black. We're all black <laughs> I got compared to Grace Jones for the first, like, literally 10 oh. years of, of our career. And again, you couldn't find a more different artist than me and Grace Jones. She does reggae number one. 
But I loved it, you know, I love it, but I always... Yeah, she's I, incredible. It's just incredible, and I always began to get pissed off because I'm like, I'm not Grace Jones, no disrespect to Grace Jones, but I'm nothing like Grace Jones. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, you know, so I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I would no, If anything, it's, it's a huge compliment to us because obviously you are incredible, mm. but we just, it's just the... It's not even a just. It's, we're just like, yeah, yeah, but we know why, really. Like, yeah. it's the... And this is you why know. this is why it's not a compliment, really. It's lazy journalism. Yeah, it's not a compliment. Yeah, that yeah. Because they're taking away what you are individually as yourself. You're nothing like Skunkanetsi. So you're just there is a, there is not another Nova Twins on the planet. So sorry about that, but I want to know because I know that um uh, obviously we talked a lot about your image and the initial start of your inspiration and all that. And but who's the nerdy one in the band? Who gets all the sounds together? Who's the studio one? Um, and I'm going to ask a really nerdy question. I want to know, as a person who's into nerdy gear, what's your favourite bit of gear that you've got stage or in the studio that you're using? And who's the one that does all the studio stuff? Do you do it together? How does it work? How do you create your music? We're both like nerds on our laptops. Um, but it's more, I guess, like... I used to do the crazy, that a lot of the crazy sounds you hear are from the bay, to be fair. I guess like I do more of the music and then Amy will put like a sick top line on it and like get well into like the vocal production. So like we're a dream team in that sense because we're just both like put our elements together. Yeah. That'll be the song. Yeah. What Are you kind of more of a software kind of plug-in kind of band or do you prefer the pedals and the analog side of it? I think for this album it was a bit of both in right. terms of like definitely pedals is like all of the like musical side, like all the sounds will come off the pedal board. Nice. But then had loads of fun like on Logic, like creating different beats and like manipulating some of the tones like yeah. with um, plugins and just really like messing with it. Because we did the whole album through lockdown. Mm-hmm. So we had the time to just experiment and download loads of crazy sounds and have like random effects go off and... So that was the fun part of lockdown as well, like you were saying earlier. We actually learned, didn't we? We learned a lot of like, yeah, logic. especially on logic. There's nothing in our songs together. There's nothing like having all those days. It just takes days and days. I started learning logic in uh, January. You know, I've been looking at it for years. I've I learned myself in January, and I, I, I kick myself I didn't do it before. Um, yeah, it's I've, great. I feel like your sound is changing as well. I got a sneak peek of the new song. Which is amazing. Oh, which one? Cleopatra. Yeah, that's it. Cleopatra. There's a line in there like you can ch- you could change your face, but you can't change your jeans. Oh, you can you can <laughs> buy your looks, but you can't change your <laughs> jeans. You can buy your looks, you can change your jeans. And that made that made me giggle because I listened to it twice. I thought, what do you mean? Oh, jeans, not jeans that you wear on. You jeans. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I I feel that yourself. <laughs> I know. I'm stupid. But I feel like your your sound is changing, right? Your sound is, is beginning to metamorphose because this is a slightly different vibe than the, than the last track, right? It still feels a little bit, a bit more succinct, a bit more tighter. Well, I feel like this album is, is so like, it just goes on a journey. So I feel like not one song sounds like the other, which we love because we experimented so much with like different sounds and textures. So you do find like some sound like a, a different evolution of Nova and some sound like antagonist is super heavy like the yeah. heavy side of Nova KMB is like the sassy kind of more R&B side so each song has its own like character which um is fun to play around with because we've got so many different influences so 
we just slapped it all inside. But I also feel like before we released EP1, we had songs as a band, as you do, because we were writing and writing. And it's more like we've come full circle. We started playing more with like, I, I guess, for instance, Cleo and K&B. It's almost like an evolution from where we first started before we released EP1. And then we went quite punk and like heavy. Yeah. Um, because we started playing festivals and punk gigs. So it, it brought that side out of us. Yeah, you have to be and then bigger now than festivals. That's kind of... Yeah, yeah. and with, especially with the bass sound, it's like you have to bring them in a grab. <laughs> so then all that together. And I think going full circle, really having that journey. And this album, I think, is just a bit of everything along that journey. And so it feels just more like everything we've learned along the way. And it's just gone into this album, really. I feel For like sure. I feel like people are getting back into albums again. I think we're kind of like when you talk about going full circle. I think that we've been for a long period of people just through single, 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 and it's oh, really yeah. nice to see that there's a you don't get the, the gist of a band when you're just doing singles, do you? Yeah, you know, it's, we love an album as well. We love like getting into albums because. You just see the whole body of work of a, a band. Yeah, and it's so many different sides to someone. You know, they might release, like you say, one single and you might hate the rest of the album or you might love it and find something new. But it's, I do think it's important to just to listen to someone's album. I never just listen to a single. Yeah. I'm always just like, I never listen to the album, put it on. If I like it, I like it. And it's band gets experimented as well. Yeah, I think when streaming started and it, people were just kind of like, the first, just the first two songs, so the first two or three songs had to be the single. So then, you'd be lucky if anybody listens to the album, especially pop music. And I feel like it's nice to see that you've got this album coming out with lots of different flames on it, and it's the, the whole breadth and feeling of note is is going to be realised. So I'm, I'm excited for the public to hear it and to hear all those different layers and textures go. Um, but also, you know, it's punk is edge. It's like your version of pop music, and it, it, you know, obviously everything's pop. But your version of pop is quite grinding. And in some ways, a little bit more was happening here in New York and in America. There's a lot of um, bands like that happening here. Are you tempted to come over to America? Yeah, we're doing a mini tour. We're doing New York, LA and Toronto. Toronto. Nice. So we're coming over if you're still there. Yeah, I think. <laughs> when is that? April. April. Yeah, I'll, and I'll we're be supporting a band here as well. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. See. I know you're supporting Youngblood, aren't you? Which is We've quite exciting. Only one, one show. One show of Young yeah, Blood. London at Royal Albert Hall yeah. with Young Blood. And then a tour with Grandson, uh, which is like yeah. around, yeah. Because it feels to me that when it comes, like for me, the music that you're in, that you're playing, there's a whole genre here of, of, of really interesting, more radical, alternative black people. Um, and just black and brown people and just like a different sound, which I think is really driven by TikTok more. Black Indian mm. TikTok is really huge, so think about that. Tell me about the new single. Tell me what, how you wrote it, what it's about, what's your intention with it? I think Cleo kind of happened just after, well, just after lockdown, really. It was like the first one we wrote after our own internal, I guess, not depression, it wasn't as deep as that, but it, we were down and we were just like, so much has happened, stuff in our personal life had happened, stuff in the world was happening and it just felt like, oh God, like, what's happening? And then we did, um, you know, obviously BLM happened and then we, we did a few things around that as well and we just suddenly felt this like, 
I guess this inner fight and wanting to celebrate who we are. We're reading information about our own selves that we've been, you know, that we didn't even like know to some extent, you know, um, and just to really understand what was, what's been happening. And, you know, like I said, you confirm that you're not going crazy. These microaggressions of racism, it's not just in our head. This, that is, it's, it's, it's a very real thing. And now it's been brought to the surface and, you know, no one can deny it now. Not even the, some people will deny other crazy people, but you know, but most people <laughs> who are just like logical can't deny it and they're, they're waking up. And I think it just really gave us this, this, I don't know, this kind of strength. And I think Cleopatra was that process for us. And we was just like, right, you know, we love who we are. We love our heritage. We celebrate our family and, you know, we're not ashamed of it. And, you know, we're not having it anymore. And this is the last time we'll ever have to say it again. You know, this is where we were when we were thinking Cleopatra we was wanting to be like warriors and we're strong and queens and it was just yeah and just then to unite people as well to feel like you know we're under the same umbrella we're all in it together be proud of who you are and your heritage as well so many people for ages been like you know yeah. reject your hair texture or your skin complexion so we're just being yeah. like own it and be proud of it it's beautiful exactly um it's wonderful to see that you're saying that because a lot of bands and a lot of new artists are shying away from being political or saying anything political or talking about their blackness because they want to play mm. safe because, you know, the broader market makes you more sellable if you don't talk about politics. So don't care about and don't stop it. <laughs> and anyone yeah, tells yeah. you that, anyone tells you that you will sell those records because of it, just, you know, say, it. Rage you know Against I mean? the Machine. You know, Bob Dylan, yeah. David Bowie, mm-hmm. you know, knows yeah. about Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Yeah, Bob Marley. <laughs> yeah. But listen, I'm going to let you go because um, I know you are busy, busy people. Um, I just want to wish you all the love and the luck. And Aww. I think you're one of the freshest bands coming out of the UK mm. right now. So much. I, I really, and thank you. Oh, honestly, yeah, I really encourage really you, you to get out of England and go to Paris and go to Italy. Those countries, the European countries, that suck you up and just love you forever. So I really encourage you to get out there and so. do your thing. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having us. And we're getting we're supporting, we're supporting you, aren't we? Where are we supporting you? Royal Festival Hall. Oh, yes. Royal Festival Hall. Oh, yeah. I specifically requested that you can support us for the Grace Jones. I know. Gift. Thank you. It'll oh, be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I thought <laughs> it's nice of a tree, you know. <laughs> yeah, that'll be sick. All right. Aww. See you guys. Thank you. Uh, good luck. See you soon. <laughs> As always, give the podcast a like, a subscribe and leave Skintings a nice review wherever you get your podcast. And remember, you can always tweet me at Skin Skinny or at Absolute Radio. At the moment, I'm on tour. I'm on tour with Skankanatsi. It's our first tour um, since 2019. So I'm going to be coming to you from all over the place. I'll be back with more episodes of Skintings and back on Absolute Radio too very soon.